Welcome to Teens Talk Climate, the official podcast for Youth Climate Action Team. I'm your host, Leah Fontaine, and we're kicking off our first podcast with an introductory series featuring YCATS branches. Joining me today is our operations branch director, Vihan Mather. Hi guys, my name is Vihan. I'm 17 years old and I'm one of the co-founders of Youth Climate Action Team, or YCAT, and I'm currently the managing director and the operations director. That's great, Vihan. Thank you so much for being here today. So um, you mentioned that you're the director of operations. And so what does the operations branch do? So right now, I can actually just start from the beginning. So when we originally started YCAT, the operations team was basically more of a brainstorming team because in our very early stages, all the different branches worked together to put together events. So we kind of brainstormed ideas for events and then we kind of handed them off to Samir, who then gave different tasks to the different teams. But now operations basically has two main, oh, three main purposes. So the first one is how most of our volunteers get involved and that's through speaker events. So that's the main thing that operations does. Every few months, we have a speaker event with some sort of topic. So the last one we had like about a month ago was about sustainable agriculture. But we've also done ones about women in climate activism and youth activists. And basically, volunteers from our team make contacts and they kind of do their own research to find a bunch of different people that we can reach out to. And then me and like our project leaders, we reach out to them and then eventually coordinate the event. So that's one of the main things that operations does. But another thing that operations does is the Clean America Project, which is basically one of, um, which is one of the first youth-led um, scientific studies. And so how that worked for the majority of volunteers in our team is it actually helped us collect data in the early stages, which was like last year, like 2021, early 2022. And that study is basically about how renewable energy can actually reduce deaths caused by air pollution. Yeah, that's really exciting. I love the speaker events. It's such a cool idea. And the research paper, that's pretty impressive. That's awesome. Um, And how has the operations branch evolved over time? Operations basically started as just a brainstorming team where the people would come to like quick meetings that we would have, and then we would brainstorm ideas for possible events and other initiatives that WECAD could launch. And then we would send those over to Samir and he would basically assign stuff to other branches so that all the branches would work together to plan one event. But as time evolved, every branch kind of started getting their own stuff to do. And they basically all basically worked as honestly like really small different working organizations because we all do different things. Um, And one future thing that operations is actually working on right now is some sort of art competition where volunteers can basically submit art relating to climate change in any form, that whether that's spoken word or paintings, drawings, things like that. Um, but that's just like another example of initiative that operations does, but other branches do different stuff like finance has their own um, grant application project, press does obviously this podcast and also their own medium page, but every branch is really independent. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome for sure. And So what is your personal experience with climate change and have you noticed any changes around yourself? Yeah, so honestly, I learned about climate change from my aunt who lives in Australia. And I don't know if you know, but there was this huge like wildfire crisis that was happening there and it's still honestly happening right now. Yeah, It's just not covered in the news. 
Um, and she basically had a wildfire really close to her house. And that kind of got me thinking about the issue. And then like one random day in quarantine, I saw uh, Samir post on his story about how he's starting a little group to combat climate change in the local DMV area. So that's how me and another one of our founders, Odessa, got involved. And that's basically like how, how I got involved in climate change. And from there, I just started getting involved in so many different things. Like I started working with my school board to implement climate education. Uh, I started doing research into climate, stuff like that. I started writing about it. And that's basically how I got introduced to climate change. Um, but a kind of change that I've seen throughout my like involvement in activism and climate research is that, I don't know if this is like really basic, but I've just become really dedicated to the issue. Like before, I honestly didn't even know much about it. Like when I was joining Samir's group, I did want to just find a way that I could get involved. But now I feel like it's more than just getting involved. It's become an aspect of who I am because like in college and in the future, I definitely want to continue to be involved in climate through more of like a STEM sense um, and actually create technologies to combat the issue. But that's the kind of change that I've seen. Yeah, that makes sense. And that's that's awesome. I love how you got involved with all of it. So from your experience, um, what advice would you give to those who want to become more eco-friendly and want to start maybe advocating for uh, the climate and things like that? Yeah, so some advice that I would give is honestly just to do your research. Um, like in quarantine, so many different people created a bunch of different organizations and so many more were even created before that. And for most organizations like YCAT, a lot of the time it's really easy to get involved, um, whether that be through literally just filling out a Google form or talking to some of the people that are already in the organization. So some advice I would give is to just sit down, look up stuff on the internet, go on Instagram, go on TikTok, because there's so many youth organizations that are already like doing the most that they can to combat climate change and getting involved in any way possible, I feel like is the best way. A lot of the times people don't want to get involved at the lower levels because they want like leadership positions and stuff. But I honestly just think about it as doing the most that you can in whatever situation that you are in. Because I know for a lot of people, it's not possible for them to give their all to climate change, even just like change their lifestyles because um, you know they have stuff going on. There's always something going on in somebody's like life that you can't really have control over. So I would just say like, try to get involved to the capacity that you can um, given your circumstances, whether that be through researching it yourself, just being informed, which is so important since so many teens aren't informed about the issue, which is a whole other problem. But whether that be being informed doing research, getting involved in organizations, anything like that, reading up on it, like I said, getting informed. I feel like that's the advice I would have to teens who are like looking to combat the issue but don't know where to start. Yeah, that's great advice. That makes a lot of sense. Um, and my final question, it's a little bit tricky, but if you had all the options in the world, what would you do to combat climate change once and for all? Oh, that is a tricky question. Um, <laughs> honestly, what I would do is create some sort of way to, to put really strict regulations on corporations. Because either way, like obviously 
every person in the world contributes to the climate crisis, but more than what the individuals do is on the corporations level, like they're the ones who are emitting the most um, greenhouse gases and things like that. So finding some way, um, it's obviously not possible right now, but to put super strict regulations on these corporations. And I would say getting every country to have actual legislation committing them to becoming carbon neutral, um, which a lot of countries don't have that. And I know the U.S. is trying to push for that right now with like Joe Biden's plan, the current climate bill that's going into Congress. Um, But a lot of countries don't even have that. And I know that obviously the U.N. has their sustainable development goals, but countries don't have to follow that. But having it into legislation in every country um, would be amazing. And then this is just like complete fantasy land, but having some sort of renewable energy that is discovered by scientists, like I would hopefully like to contribute to that, but having some sort of renewable energy option that's both sustainable, um, but also sustainable in the sense where it can last a long time. It's not too expensive, which is unfortunately the case for a lot of renewable energy, Um, but finding some sort of sustainable energy source that can be used throughout the world uh, I feel like that would be a really good way to reverse the effects. Yeah, that's that's gr- those are great ideas. I love those. And thank you so much for being here today, Vihan. Thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to Teens Talk Climate. 